Welcome to the Pro Cheerleading Podcast. This is the only podcast that gives you a raw and unfiltered perspective of what it's really like to be a professional cheerleader. Whether you're currently on a pro team, an alumni, or really curious about what it takes to become a pro cheerleader, the Pro Cheerleading Podcast gives you all the inside scoop and hot topics in the pro cheerleading industry and in-depth interviews of current and former cheerleaders. I'm your host, Makiba. Join me every Wednesday as I reveal the truth behind the palms. Welcome everybody to the Pro Cheerleading Podcast. This might be the last episode of season five and it makes me so sad, but I don't know what else to do. Everything that this podcast covers is on hold right now and as depressing as it is to not have stuff to talk about week to week, I just thought this episode will be called, (laughs) let me tell you guys something, okay? Each week as I come up with titles for the episode, I torture my poor children to get their input on songs and ideas for what the episode should be named. And most of the time, I have to admit, my son comes through with the song selections or ideas, and my daughter always gives me some Hannah Montana, Disney high school musical, just crazy songs that just do not fit. But tonight, when I asked her what this episode should be about, I kind of told her what my thoughts were. (laughs) She knows how much I love the movie Tangled, and apparently there's a connection to this coronavirus because... Home chick, uh, Rapunzel, was kidnapped from a place called Corona. Who knew? But When Will My Life Begin is one of the funniest parts of that movie where she's just like cooking, cleaning, baking, knitting, I mean, painting, you name it, just to try to entertain herself. And that is what quarantine life feels like because there's just not enough stuff to do during the day. You're running out of ideas. You're probably experiencing this at home. I think it's only fitting that this episode is titled, When Will My Life Begin? Because I don't know when we are ever going to go back to a sense of normal. It breaks my heart and I know everybody's trying to cope with the most positive attitude as possible and that's really all we can do. And so with that, you know, this episode is going to be about trying to move forward with your life, trying to stay safe and healthy out there, and just sharing what information I am aware of, of how people are keeping our dance and cheerleading community vibrant and active, which I think is super awesome. And at least one team, the Denver Broncos, is moving forward with NFL auditions, doing it virtual, having people submit videos. And I can't imagine a director picking an entire squad that way. Maybe the vets will get a leg up there unless there's just some amazing dancers that show up virtually, but it's going to be interesting to see. I've seen a lot of colleges doing the same thing where they're holding virtual auditions, but if we move in this direction for pro teams, you know, if this continues on during NBA's audition season, which please, let's hope not. That's in the summer. We cannot let this go on this long. Please, please, please. But it'll be really interesting to see if this is what NFL teams are forced to do just based on timing, especially whenever the NFL decides they're locking in on their season start date. So Let's see what else is going on. I'm sure you all have seen that there are a lot of free virtual dance classes out there. Michelle Vaughn is one of our guests on the show that has uh, taught two classes now. I think it's going to be Mondays at 4 p.m. Pacific time. She did a cute little uh, hip hop number. Well, she's like the queen of hip hop anyway, but uh, she did a 
awesome routine this past Monday. I'm like at the end of quarter and working from home, so I can't exactly join just yet, but lots of people were posting their routines. I thought it looked amazing and fun and just what a way to stay connected, guys. I mean, you have an opportunity to learn from some of the most amazing choreographers if they're putting their stuff online like that for you to take advantage of. And from what I've seen, I've seen modest donations or fees that they're charging for the classes, nothing crazy, which is nice. I mean, I know people are out of work. The choreographers are out of work. Um, Dance teachers are out of work. And so it's, you know, it's hurting everybody's pockets, but it's nice to see that people aren't charging an arm and a leg to make up for it because everybody's trying to conserve their money right now because they don't know how long we're going to be in the situation. There's just a lot, a lot, a lot of uncertainty. You know, I think there are some of my friends that are you know, facing the possibility of layoffs with their jobs. And then for everybody who's in the entertainment or restaurant industry, um, things that have just been shut down as part of the Corona stay in place orders, Corona. That's what I've been calling it, you guys, the Corona, because it's easier. And I know I sound like that TikTok song. It's Corona time, but it's just easier to say. But anyway, a lot of people are already, you know, facing unemployment and probably more to come with layoffs. So trying to keep your head up. I know this sounds super depressing already, but I just thought I would be sharing for this episode some thoughts. I sent out a call on my Instagram story to see if people wanted to kind of share their thoughts on what dance is meant to them and what, if anything, that they really feel like they appreciate more than ever now that our lives have changed in this way where you're not able to finish out your season, you're not able to dance, you're not with your teammates and your friends. And I've seen so many posts like this that have honestly been a little bit emotional, which is completely understandable because people are just forced to find new ways of coping. And so I'm going to read to you a few um, that people wrote in and it's just stuff to reflect on because I think we have a lot to be grateful for. I'll share my thoughts on just, obviously I'm not on a team right now, but I definitely empathize with everybody that's had their seasons completely uprooted from underneath them, for everybody who's like planning for auditions and training so hard and for everybody who's not even given up hope and is continuing to stay dedicated and focused, like I applaud you and it's really inspiring. I really hope everything gets back to normal soon and that people are able to kind of move forward with life. But let me share some thoughts from listeners. So the first one is from a listener named Ashley. She said, I miss the connection at dance classes and practices, both just conversation and how your dancing changes when you get positive vibes from everyone around you. I definitely won't take that for granted again, but I've also been so inspired by all the teachers doing Zoom and Instagram live classes and how we're able to connect in those different forms. It's also been fun because I've been able to take classes with people I normally wouldn't be close to and share some of my favorite classes with friends across the country. Thank you so much, Ashley, for sending that in. I thought she raised like a really good point. It's like there's this energy that you get when you're in class or when you're at practice, even when you're like so tired or working so hard, but everybody's doing it for the same reasons. Everybody's passionate about it. And that is just so infectious. And that is something that I think it's easy to kind of like not necessarily take for granted, but just it's part of what we know and we're surrounded by. So it's something that you really miss when you're isolated all by yourself and you're trying to 
keep yourself motivated. Like I really do, again, applaud everybody who's been moving forward with preparing themselves for auditions because if you've been doing like these audition prep classes or, you know, the different courses that people have been offering where you're kind of surrounded by people who are moving towards that same goal, you feed off of that energy. And I think it's it's definitely something that would be missed. So thank you for sharing that, Ashley. One other listener named Kim, she's a dance mom, former cheerleading coach. She shared her perspective on what dance has given her. She says, my love letter to dance from a dance mom. I have three daughters, all of whom have danced since age three and two of whom still dance. One is a competitive dancer as an eighth grader and the other is a professional dancer for the Milwaukee Bucks 414 crew, formerly the Milwaukee Bucks dancers. Dance has provided my girls discipline, goal setting, time management, and confidence to face all of life's challenges. The everyday struggles that come with the teen years are minimized because they have dance in their life. All children need something in their life that they feel proud of. And dance has been that for my daughters who are dancing through the struggles we are facing now. My eighth grader was able to dance in her first and last competition of the year two weeks ago. And I know that will help get her through this. I'm so sad to see it end for this year as what I saw was that this would have been her year. She shined on stage with a presence that we all know cannot be taught. I am so grateful she was able to get one in. To conclude, dance has been as influential in their lives as I have and I wouldn't trade the financial sacrifices, time sacrifices, or time in the car driving back and forth to the studio for anything. Sincerely, Kimberly Stahl, Dance Mom for Life. Thank you so much, Kim. I was kind of blown away from reading her message because, you know, as a parent, my kids aren't heavily involved in dance anymore, but it really made me think about our young people that are building their life around dance and are heavily entrenched in competitions or taking dance classes. And it really does build so much character. And believe it or not, it's probably helping them get through times like this. Even a client, I was on the phone this morning and his wife owns a dance studio and she was trying to like configure things so that she's able to teach class virtually for her students. And, you know, he mentioned that his girls that are, you know, were supposed to compete in a competition and they won't be able to. And so this is hitting people beyond just, you know, at the pro level. It's like our pipeline of future dancers. And, you know, for her older daughter who's on the Milwaukee Bucks 414 crew, like the NBA season's completely disrupted. You know, it's got ripple effects. And it makes me think of our last note from Mickey, who is our guest on the She's Got the Look episode. She has a daughter named Kyla, and she shared the post with her, and Kyla said she misses everything about dance. She misses her coaches pushing her to use her core. She misses how music and moving make her feel great about herself. She's used to dancing six times a week, and this past weekend was supposed to be her first competition of the season, so her life is all backwards but she's going to take a class tonight online. So I told Mickey to tell Kyla to keep on dancing. It's so exciting to see that there's so many classes out there that people can try to take advantage of so that they continue to build on their craft, continue to visualize themselves in a dance class setting and seeing all their friends online, even if it's not in person. And at some point, you guys, we're going to get through this. And I'm just hoping that we can stay connected to each other and sharing our talents and gifts. And thank you to all the choreographers again that have been finding a way to keep things moving for everybody. And I'm seeing lots and lots of posts from teams that are sharing choreography on their social media. I've tried to share a bunch of it. I don't want to like, you know, flood everybody, but I think it's great, you know, for people to try to pick up choreography from different styles. I mean, it's all at your fingertips at this point. 
can't go to prep classes, so you might as well, you know, try to train your brain to pick up choreography and different styles and try something new, try a different type of dance class that maybe you wouldn't have, especially since you have additional time to prepare for auditions. But I really thank everybody for sharing. I think for the most part, these were the themes of people just missing being around one another and being able to connect with each other. And, you know, just you build your life around dance and for it to end so abruptly, it's really jarring. But hang in there. Please hang in there and know that even though the podcast won't be continuing for right now, it'll be a little hiatus. I just want to give some space for things to develop and when things start to get back to normal and dates start getting set, I'm going to definitely be back on the mic and keeping you guys up to speed on what's going on and obviously posting on social media. This break will also give me a chance to try some other things out and get to this book that I've been working on for 50 million years and, um, you know, enjoying family, trying to focus on what's important for right now. And that's everybody staying healthy. Some of the other things that I just wanted to share with you guys, I'm trying to stay in a positive mental state about what's going on and trying to protect my mental space, if you will, um, just by not overly following the news. And I'm pretty sensitive as a person. I don't know about you, but You know, after a while, when you're just hearing negative messages and too much information or just it gets discouraging. And I at a certain point, I want to stay informed, but I also have to tune it out. Um, But I've been trying to reflect on just some positives out of all of this. And so I'm just going to share with you a few random behind thoughts on my life in quarantine. So the first thing that comes to mind is just that Mother Earth must be getting a much needed break from pollution with everybody kind of being forced to stay in their homes. Um, When you think about the destruction of our environment and all the things that kind of polluted every day, uh, it is a little bit inspiring to think that this would be a time to have a little bit of a break from all of that, you know, and maybe people reflecting on their consumption and what they do. I mean, I commute every single day to work, not now, but it's nice to think of not being another car out on the road and in traffic and just kind of contributing to a carbon footprint. Small in one sense, but I think it's a big deal. And hopefully, I don't know if there's a way to measure that impact from people staying home, but it is something that makes me think that Mother Earth must be smiling. The other thing that came to mind was just, you know, obviously, if you're not quarantined all by yourself, you're able to spend some time with your family and your loved ones that you are stuck in the house with. You know, I'm here with my two kids. They are, you know, in their teens now or soon to be 13 and 15. And, you know, we are doing some random things that we would not have probably otherwise had time to do together. And we aren't killing each other yet. (laughs) frankly. You know, they're eating up all the damn food and I can't keep it stocked enough in here. But for the most part, you know, we're just having some quiet moments with each other and, you know, enjoying each other in a way that I think with life moving at you a million miles an hour, you're not really able to spend that kind of quality time. My dog Giggles is pumped that we're here, even though I'm interrupting a lot of her time barking at everybody walking by. But I think she's enjoyed everybody being home from school and work. And I've seen, I think it was like National Puppy Day a couple days ago. And so if you have pets, you know, you're able to spend some time with them as well. And that's always a good thing. I think it's also awesome that people are showing some concern over the elderly. It's often an overlooked 
segment of our population. I mean, America's not known for being as great to uh, senior citizens. And I just, I mean, here in Seattle, unfortunately, our coronavirus outbreak started at an elderly care facility. But, you know, I'm encouraged by seeing signs at grocery stores that are giving, you know, senior citizens and people with weakened immune systems, you know, the ability to shop first at certain hours of the day before everybody gets there and, you know, people checking on their elderly neighbors. I mean, that's what we should be doing anyway, but it's nice to see that there is a little bit more attention focused on, you know, people who are over 70 that are obviously the most vulnerable to this virus. So hopefully that will continue beyond what we're going through right now. And then I'm just going to speak to something that everybody I'm sure is noticing. I don't know if it's a good or bad thing yet. I have an account, but I have not played around with it. But the explosion of TikTok, I've seen post after post after post of people who are saying, I'm not usually a follower, but here I am, you know, nothing better to do. So I had to join the fun and I'm not hating on anybody, I think. At some point, I will peruse TikTok to see what's out there. My daughter is trying to get me to join the land of the living with that for the longest time. But this is my only ask. I would love it if like TikTok posts would not show up on Instagram. Like if I wanted to be on the TikTok platform scrolling around, then I would totally go to TikTok and look around. But when I'm on Instagram, I want to see Instagram stuff. Like I have, I'm a savage stuck in my head. Like, I hate it now. I just need things to just stay in their lane so that I can consume what I want to consume on the social media platform that I want to be on. You know what I mean? Like, Snapchat's for something, Facebook's for something, Instagram is for something, and TikTok can be its own thing too. But because of the way it's blending, I feel like I'm on TikTok even though I'm not on TikTok. So I think it's cool. Lots of dancers are on there, choreographers, and... Hopefully the choreography will get even more fun. Oh my gosh. So you guys, I saw this like 305. I can't even call it. I'm going to post it, but they are doing like, I don't even know what you call that style, but it was like to Uncle Luke scarred and it was crazy. Cisco, I'm sure everybody knows who he is, the choreographer in LA, but he did the challenge. It was so hardcore. It's crazy. Anyway, I'm not, I shouldn't even talk about it because I don't, I can't doing a terrible job of describing it, but lots of challenges. I think it's called the 305 challenge. Check it out if you haven't seen it, but it's still scarred. And I love that song. It's a freaking classic. Like if you can even survive getting through that dance one time, you're a pro because there's a lot going on, but it was so exciting and fun to watch, but lots of dance challenges and everybody's getting into it. I'm hoping people OD on it and it just kind of calms down a little bit. Or at least comments down on my Instagram feed, but whatever. Okay, what's my last thing? I just, again, I'm so inspired by seeing our community come together and people dancing together and keeping each other motivated. And that brings me to something that will carry on, even though the podcast won't be putting out episodes every week, which is a virtual happy hour. Last week was our first one and we had about 10 people and it was actually pretty cool because I was worried of how to manage Zoom with a bunch of different people talking, but I really thank all the ladies that joined. It was just really cool to connect with one another and meet each other and have people meet in person. I mean, I follow so many of you on Instagram and to actually um, meet in person, not in person, but virtually and connect that way just makes it even more real and makes me feel less like a stalker. But it was just great. A lot of people were still getting ready for auditions. And so to 
you know, connect with people who are in the same space. I mean, I think people are on group chats and, and maybe doing their own virtual happy hours with their friends. But I think as a way to keep our community for everybody who supports the podcast together, I will definitely continue to schedule those as long as everybody's into it. I think a few of my friends are joining from the pedestrian crew for tomorrow's happy hour. Actually, I'm saying tomorrow, but it'll be happy hour tonight. I'll just call it that. It's going to be at 530 Pacific time. So the day that this episode launches, you can join us later for happy hour. And I definitely look forward to seeing you there. I think it'll be really cool. Stay in as long as you want. Get your beverage, get your cocktail. And our conversation just went all over the place, but it was just really cool. We check in with each other, something fun, share a little information that we might know about. That's how we found out about Michelle Vaughn's uh, dance class. And people joined that were part of the happy hour that may not have otherwise known about it. So great way to share information and keep everybody connected to one another. So with that, I am semi signing off, you guys. I've really enjoyed this season. I mean, I think it was a season of growth for me and moving in a different direction with the podcast being a solo project versus uh, doing it with my best friend, Brittany. Um, so I just thank you guys for hanging in there. There are still a lot of topics that are on the calendar. I just think, you know, based on everything that's going on, it's really hard to just focus on it in a meaningful way. So I'd love to pick this podcast up once things start moving again, when our life begins again. If you guys have any topics that you would like to be in the next season of the podcast or guests that you want interviewed, I encourage you to reach out. You guys are very vocal in communicating and I love you and appreciate you for it. In the meantime, just join for happy hour. I will post that and I will post any other updates that I have in our space. And like I said, as soon as things are on and popping again, you will have a new season of the Pro Cheerleading Podcast coming your way. Until next time, you guys, let's pray that those sidelines get back open for us so that we can get out there and do what we love. Thanks so much for listening to the Pro Cheerleading Podcast. You can follow your favorite podcast on social media at Pro Cheerleading Podcast on Instagram, at Pro Cheer Podcast on Twitter. We're on Facebook, on YouTube, and you can support your favorite podcast on Patreon. Until next time, keep your eyes on the sidelines.